most clever lord last week we had discussed about the hiranyakashipu how he was although a demon but he is fortunate so we had discussed that although hiranyakashipu was very great demon and was very powerful and he was trying to uh, trying to harm pralad maharaj and he was trying to make sure that pralad maharaj should not live anymore because pralad maharaj was a great devotee of lord vishnu lord krishna and he was trying to kill him but when we saw that it was mentioned shri hiranyakashipu was as so prabhupada mentioned that why pralad maharaj why hiranyakashipu who is such a great demon he was called as pralad who is called as the fortunate one shri hiranyakashipu was and the reason was because although he was a great demon but he was fortunate because he had a son like pralad maharaj and pralad maharaj because of the one son who is a great devotee of lord krishna this hiranyakashipu who was a great a great demon will get ultimate liberation because his son is a great devotee and we discussed that there can be many many challenges in following spiritual life definitely there will be because this world is is such a place which is meant for the people who don't want to worship lord they don't want to become servant from this kind of people this world has made so it is not it will not be very easy to practice krishna consciousness but nevertheless we should always have this faith that lord will protect a devotee just like he is protecting pralad maharaj he will protect everyone provided we should have faith in the lord's words and instruction then it is possible that this like pralad maharaj was being saved by nasimha dev every every devotee of the lord will be saved by lord himself so this was the last session and today's topic is the most clever lord and today we'll see lord will appear now he is challenging hiranyakashipu is challenging challenging pralad maharaj is your lord is there everywhere pralad maharaj says yes my lord is there everywhere and then he sees that whether your lord is there in this pillar also pralad maharaj says yes my lord is there in this pillar also and then hiranyakashipu strikes the pillar with his fist and from there he sees hiranyakashipu sees that narsimha dev has appeared so this we are going to read now today we will not have ppt we'll be having uh, directly we'll be seeing from so this is seventh canto eighth chapter text number 16 so we will read this verse first and then we will we will read translation of all other verses which are going to cover today so that we will have a understanding what is today's topic so this 18th verse is sa vikraman putra vadep suroj sa nishamya nirhardam nirhanam apurvam adbhutam anta sabhayam nadarsatat padam vittatra suryena surari yuthapa what does that mean while showing his extraordinary prowess hiranyakashipu who desired to kill his own son heard that wonderful tumultuous sound which had never before been heard upon hearing the sound the other leaders of the demons were afraid none of them could find the origin of that sound in the assembly so just we, we heard that last verse that the, within the pillar came a fearful sound which appeared to crack the covering of the universe 
oh my dear sister this sound reached even to the abodes even the abodes of the demigods like lord brahma and when the demigods heard it they thought oh now our planets are being destroyed so this was the last 15th verse 16th we are read and then next verse to prove that statement of his servant prahlad varaj was substantial in other words to prove that the supreme lord is present everywhere even within the pillar of an assembly hall the supreme personality godded hari exhibited a wonderful form never before seen the form was neither that of a man nor that of a lion thus the lord appeared in his wonderful form in the assembly of in the assembly the next is while hiranyakashipu looked all around to find the source of the sound that wonderful form of the lord which could not be ascertained to be either a man or a lion emerged from the pillar in amazement hiranyakashipu wondered what is this creature that is half man and half lion hiranyakashipu studied the form of the lord trying to decide who the form of narsimha dev standing before him was the lord's form was extremely fearsome because of his angry eyes which resembled molten gold his shining mane which expanded the dimension of his fearful face his deadly teeth and his razor shaped tongue which moved about like a dueling sword his eyes were erect and motionless and his nostrils and gaping mouth appeared like caves of mountain his jaws parted fearfully and his entire body touched the sky his neck was very short and thick his chest broad his waist thin and the hairs on his body was white as white as the rays of the moon his arms which resembled flanks of the soldiers spread in the all direction as he killed the demons rogues and atheists with his conchial disc club lotus and other natural weapons so this is about today's verses we are going to discuss so this uh, it is mentioned here what is the form of the lord how he was looking and what uh, hiranyakashipu saw so hiranyakashipu was very clever if you know if you have read earlier just like in material world also people think that we are very clever we can uh, cheat god just like we are, we are uh, cheating this material world's laws and rules and regulation we can cheat the rules and regulation made by lord also but that is not possible so this hiranyakashipu was very clever and if you know what kind of boon he asked from brahma ji so he did lot of tapasya just like many people they have lot so many desires to get some to to have some uh, material fulfillment so they work very hard hiranyakashipu also did lot of tapasya and his desire was that uh, he wanted to become immortal why he wanted to become immortal because he wanted to make sure that nobody should be there who is more powerful than him and he should live forever forever he can rule this entire universe but that's not possible so he prayed very hard he did lot of tapasya and he called brahma ji now somebody can say all these things are no there is no definite you cannot you cannot understand you cannot verify all these things from where it is mentioned but one of the very important thing in spiritual life which bhakti rasamrit sindhu mentioned by shri rup goswami so rup goswami is one of the disciple of chaitanya mahaprabhu and he quotes one of the very important thing about spiritual life is and actually he tells entire process how a person raises from his spiritual life and what a what kind of changes is going to happen in his consciousness so the first thing what is mentioned is shraddha adosh shraddha 
Tata Sadhu Sangha. That means, Shraddha means little faith. Little faith in the Lord, little faith in the, not that he has understood entire philosophy and is convinced. No, little faith. So, little faith is required everywhere. It is not that a person, and they, that faith is not blind faith, first of all. Sometimes people think spirituality is a blind faith. Whatever is being told, you have to accept. It's not like that. It's not blind faith. It is not that whatever is being told, you have to accept blindly. You have got all the rights to ask questions, but the, the questions what you are going to ask, it should be in a mood of, in a humble mood. It should be in the mood of submissiveness that I want to understand. But if a person does not ask questions in this mood, so unfortunately, even though you may give him the best possible answer, he won't be able to understand what is the answer of that question. Just like many people, they they, they even read Gita also. They, they take association of devotee also. But because of lack of proper mood, that submissiveness is not there, they won't, They generally don't be able to understand what is the correct sort of spiritual life. So this uh, Hiranyakashipu, he did a lot of tapasya, worked very hard. And it is mentioned that his, almost his body was not there. His body was being eaten by ants and other kind of insects. So almost his body was not there. So then he did tapasya for 100 celestial years without drinking even water. That much uh, desire he had that I want to become immortal. That much intense his desire was. And then Brahmaji came. Brahmaji asked him, what do you want? And his desire was, I want to... So his desire was that I want to become immortal. I want to... Uh, I don't want to die. But there is not a fact. Although a person say that I don't, don't want to die, but it's a fact that a person has to die. There's a fact of this material world. Now, before death, what a person can do, that is his success in life. So, uh, and that's why our Shastra says that Ante Narayana Smriti, that a person has have, may have done many, many things in his life, but Ante Narayana Smriti is not there, then unfortunately, his life is not success, successful. Just like, for example, you go to, let's say you come to Mumbai for some interview. Specifically, you came for some interview. You are supposed to give some interview. But instead of giving interview, you did everything. You went for some hotel. You, you saw Taj Hotel and you saw all kind of places you have visited in Mumbai. But you forgot to give interview. So although you have done many things, but ultimately the, the crux you have not done. You are supposed to uh, appear in an interview, but you have not done. Similarly, this human life is ultimately an interview. An interview is with whom? Who is our examiner? Death is our examiner. So, Ante Narayana Smithi, if you are able to person to remember Lord at the time of death, that he is successful. He has passed the examination. But if he has not done this thing, then ultimately he has to reappear. He has to reappear in some other form, another life. And ultimately, he has to go through the cycle again. So, this is the biggest thing, biggest achievement of human form of life. That a person can stop the cycle of Janam Mirti Jaran Vyadi, which is the most important uh, problems of life. The most, uh, the biggest problem of life is Janam Mirtu Jaran Piyati. So this Hiranya Kashibu, he wanted to become immortal and he prayed to Brahmaji. Brahmaji came and then he asked, Brahmaji, I want to become immortal. Brahmaji told, I am myself not immortal. How can I give you this benediction of uh, being immortal? Because I know only Supreme Lord Vishnu is immortal. Otherwise, everyone has to die. I also have to die. So, if you are asking me, immortal, I cannot make, I cannot give you that benediction that you will be immortal. Then he thought, let me become more intelligent. So, he, Hiranyakashipu, he asked in different ways 
that I should not uh, die through a human being and I should not be killed by any weapon. I should not be killed by day or in night. I should not be killed uh, outside the home, inside the home. I should not be killed by a human being or an animal. I should not be killed by like that many, many things, permutation, combinations he was making and he was thinking the roundabout way that somehow or the other I gave that benediction and I will not die. But Lord is cleverer than any other living entity in this world. So that's why one should never try to think that I am more intelligent than Lord or his devotees. Sometimes it happens that people say like this that whenever God will you know, call, I'll go. Please come to temple. No, no, Prabhuji, Bhagwan Bulayenge Tabayenge. This is a very common statement. Many people they say. So please, please come to temple. No, no, Jab Bhagwan Bulayenge Tabayenge. God has not called us. That's why we are not able to come. So please understand, God is not going to call you and he is not going to call you and tell, please come to my temple. It's not like that. We are becoming over smart. We are thinking that we are more important than God will call me, then I will come. Like that people say. So please understand, this is not a very, very intelligent decision. When a person in this material world, when you have to go, you have to see a movie, you never receive a call from the director of that movie. Please come and watch my movie. Automatically you will go, right? When you some person have a drinking habit, so they will not going to wait for a call that I will receive a call from the shopkeeper and please come and purchase the wine from me. You will go. That time you not required any kind of uh, invitation. But in case of temples, in case of going to Lord, generally people have this idea, when Lord will call, I will come. And Lord calls also many times. Lord is calling you through his devotees, right? There's no difference between Lord and his devotees. So Lord is calling, that means devotees are calling, Lord is calling. Then also, no, no. When Lord will call, then I will come. So it's a very sad state of affairs for a person who thinks like that. Because Krishna is very sensitive to desire of a living entity. Krishna says Bhagavad Gita, Ye tam That means I reciprocate according to the surrenderance of a person. The, the kind of surrenderance a person is have, that level of reciprocation he will receive. So Prahlad Maharaj has one level of surrenderance, Guru Maharaj has one level of surrenderance, Prabhupada has one level of surrenderance, we also have one level of surrenderance. So accordingly Krishna will reciprocate. And the surrenderance means how much we are desiring to serve Lord. How much we have that inclination that I want to serve Lord. That will decide and rest assured Krishna is not a liar. He is not a liar. So when he is telling that I reciprocate, he will reciprocate. If anyone, uh, if those who are following Krishna consciousness, if you just go back and see your own life, many times people see God is not reciprocating with me. If you just go back and see your own life, what we were coming into before coming into Krishna consciousness, then you will see, you will surprise that how Krishna has, somehow we don't, uh, we take for granted things like that. But if you just sit and analyze, Krishna has played through his devotees or Krishna himself has played many, many important, many important roles in your life. So that make sure you are today following Krishna consciousness. Because in this material world, if you are living, if you are living in this material world, amidst of so many allurements of Maya, in forms of woman, money, in form of, in, in, in form of uh, so many sense gratificatory options are available. If a person is able to chant, if a person is able to remember Lord, if a person is able to hear Gita, if a person is able to read Prabhupada books, he's blessed. He's blessed definitely. 
but you see many people they don't have any idea they don't have any inclination they don't have any jigyasa just like we discussed they don't have any jigyasa last session we discussed different levels of consciousness we discussed the most lowest level of the lowest level of consciousness is simply living like animals they don't have any higher inquiry only inquiring about eating sleeping and mating and depending these four things they can inquire nothing else so we are very much blessed that at least although we are not perfect we are trying we are we are aspiring for perfection but still we are far better than these people who are already engaged in these four kinds of activities that is bird that old is and disease sorry janam mrityu jara vyadino it's eating sleeping mating and depending that only inquiry about this only so we are far better than all these people so krishna is reciprocating with everyone every one of us are getting reciprocation of krishna we are receiving this reciprocation of krishna now just we have to analyze because krishna says in bhagavad gita dadami buddhi yogantam yene maam upiyantite that means i give intelligence to a person how to uh, achieve me it is not that devotee will will have to suffer by his own he has to by his own endeavor he will going to achieve lord no dadami buddhi yogantam yene maam upiyantite that means i give intelligence krishna gives intelligence to a devotee who wants to understand him so if we want to understand really so that means we should see how much surrenderance i have developed towards lord that means how much ready to take how much pain i am ready to take for the lord so that much reciprocation krishna will give so this hiranyakashipu is uh, trying to be over smart is trying to take that benediction from by hook or crook that i want to be immortal but nobody is more clever than lord he may be thinking that i am very very clever but krishna is cleverest nobody can be more clever than krishna so he appeared in the form of hiranyakashipu who is not a male and so not a human being or not an animal he is mix of that and he is uh, is going to be killed in that evening time which is neither day nor night and is going to be killed at the place which is not outside the home or not inside the home it is considered as marginal place and he will not going to kill by any weapon because nira hiranyakashipu will be killed by nails of narsimha dev like that you will see all the conditions what he is he has put he has decided narsimha dev will will uh, fulfill all the condition instead he is going to kill this hiranyakashipu and one of the important thing in this in this regard is that nobody can cheat god you may cheat this material world's law that's why laws of nature are very very uh strict we can do some criminal activity and we can escape this material world's law but you cannot escape god made law you have to pay in this life or next life or any other life ultimately we have to pay for it so that's why devotee never does any kind of activity which will create a karma for him that means which activity which are going to bind in this material world he will only perform spiritual activity which will ultimately take him away from this material world that is near to krishna now as i discuss about shraddha that a person who does not have any faith in the lord just like hiranyakashipu is thinking that there is no lord i myself a lord there is a lord please show me and till the time the shraddha is not there his spiritual journey has not started till now so this spiritual life is also had different 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 stages in which a person can understand that how much he has progressed so this comes as i discuss this tells this is in chaitanya charitamrita also you will find this verse it's a very important verse in uh, it is in 
nectar of devotion also where it is mentioned that what are the symptoms what are the stages it is mentioned here ado shraddha tata sadhu sang tata bhajan kriya tato anartha nivritti syat tato nishta ruchis tata so these are the nine stages so what are the nine stages the so first is ado shraddha shraddha means beginning so this shraddha is actually the most important thing till the time we have not shraddha we have this journey we have not started actually so shraddha just like today we are hearing bhagavad gita and you go to some temple you want to understand what is what is spirituality and what what about what is this god what is everything so little shraddha is there that's why today we are hearing so that shraddha if a person has little shraddha that is the beginning if a person does not have a shraddha then it's very difficult for him to follow any spiritual spiritual life so shraddha is required in the beginning and as i told initially it will be komal what is the meaning of komal shraddha komal shraddha means just like many times it happens that uh when people come in touch with krishna consciousness they start read, reading books of prabhupada they start they start doing some spiritual activities and some of his friend will come and ask what are you reading all these things what is this have you seen krishna have you seen all these things and who have seen next life all these things so this person who has is so called friend but actually demon because he is taking away from krishna so he will put so many doubts in his mind why are you reading all this book this is not the correct time better right now you study and this is the time to enjoy this is not time to do all these things and who has seen next life who has seen god no there is no god like this so he will create so many doubts in the person's mind and this person who just now started because he is not so strong he says little faith shraddha is there he may get confused also and many time it happens that the person get allured and he sometime leaves spirituality so that is the stage this will be very common that he is 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 faith is right now is not very uh firm somehow he is following so that is the meaning of ado shraddha there some shraddha is there then second is when a person has shraddha then what he will he is doing adar shraddha tata sadhu sangha that means he will associate with devotees sadhu sangha and sadhu sangha is the most important thing in spiritual life even you will find this in chaitanya charitamrita chaitanya charitamrita also sadhu sangha sadhu sangha sangha sarva shastra kahe lav madh sadhu sangha sarva siddhi hoy that means sadhu sangha about association of devotees sarva shastra kahe all the all the uh, bona fide scripture will talk about sadhu sangha and lav madh sadhu sangha sarva siddhi hoy that means a moment association of a sadhu can give you perfection just like we have example of narad muni so narad muni was a child in his previous life before coming to Nar- before becoming narad muni he was a, he was a son of a maid uh he was son of son of maid servant and because of sadhu sangha because of association with devotee he started serving them some devotees came to his home his place in chaturmas and he started serving them because of their blessing because of this service he he next life he became narad muni so that is the meaning of sadhu sangha so sadhu sangha is very powerful that is the meaning of satsang satsang means sang means association and sat means eternal thing so sadhu sangha means satsang means we are we are talking about eternal thing not some temporary things if you do outside world people will talk about asatsang asatsang means okay this is happening that is happening everything about material world 
nobody will talk about spiritual life nobody will talk about lord nobody will talk about purpose of life so that is not satsang there is asatsang and generally we do asatsang that's why we are not able to progress in spiritual life very quickly but if you do sadhu sang that's like uh narad muni did we can make very fast progress so next stage is adho shraddha person has little faith then he will do sadhu sang that means he will associate with devotees and what happens when a person associate with devotees because as devotees when talk will not tell him to know uh, eat non veg or they will not ask him to you know drink wine and everything what what devotees will tell devotees will tell you chant hare krishna you do kirtan you read prabhupad books you try to follow spirituality so then adho shradha sadhu sangha the bhajan kriya bhajan kriya means devotional activity devotional service he will get introduced so all of you can see if you just analyze your own life all of us can see all these stages has happened with us we have little faith then we associate then we associate with devotees it can be through any way sometimes you would have gone some trips or some session or some any other function so you would have associated with, with devotees so adho shraddha has happened then sadhu sangha has happened adho shraddha sadhu sangha and bhajan kriya that means devotional service chanting reading hearing association of the lord in that way going to temples again and again for that matter if you are coming some session so that bhajan kriya is happening adho shraddha sadhu sangha bhajan kriya and what happens this is the very most important thing many people they stuck on this place bhajan kriya after that anartha nivritti syat anartha nivritti means that all the unwanted things will go away now we have many many unwanted things although we are for spirituality but so many unwanted things are there and one of the most important thing is attachment to this material world so there are two symptoms prabhupad call often quotes that how to understand that person is advancing spiritual life so it is mentioned prabhupad says when person is advancing spiritual life his attachment to this material world will decrease and his attachment for krishna will increase so knowledge and detachment these two things will increase gyan and vairagya so these two things a person will develop the more he advancing his krishna consciousness vairagya vairagya vidya niji bhakti yogam for that matter chaitanya mahaprabhu came to to teach us vairagya vidya so this vairagya detachment will develop in a person's consciousness and then attachment for krishna will develop and knowledge about krishna will develop so this stage anarth nivritti sometime it takes a lot of time because if a person because it happens many time as i discuss many time people say prabhu when i came in krishna consciousness it was very good i was i was no feeling very nice and i was getting taste in bhakti also but unfortunately now i am not getting any taste also and i am not getting taste in devotional service also that means we have stuck to this place called anarth nivritti because shraddha was there sadhu sangha we did bhajan kriya also we did but because bhajan kriya was not serious in the sense it was not being done in the proper way it should be done so that's why we have stuck to this place called anarth nivritti and because there are two things anarth nivritti is also because we are not following properly and another thing is anarthas are very very deep very very deep anarthas so not from this life from many many lives anartha we have attachment to attachment to so many things this is one of the anartha that's why because of attachment people sometimes even after knowing philosophy even after uh, doing many many things 
because this they don't have a desire. Actually, we have to beg as a discuss. We have to beg also. Krishna give me detachment because in one side, if you are chanting Hare Krishna mantra every day, we are doing seva also. But we are not praying to Lord. Lord, please give me detachment. It will not come so easily. So we have to pray for detachment. In fact, I, I read also one of the time that Krishna says you Prabhupada writes one letter. Then you can pray to Krishna. Krishna, give me something so that I can surrender to you. Please allow me to surrender unto you. I don't have any desire right now, but please create a situation so that I can, I can surrender unto you. So we have to pray for that. Only those who think that I have everything, I don't pray. But a devotee always knows that I am always in danger, so always he prays. So we should pray that Krishna, please give me detachment. Anartha samang sakshat bhakti yoga madakshade. So this is anartha. Anartha will be removed by bhakti. If it is not getting removed, so we can see that uh, still there is a long journey. We have to go. We have to actually, uh, this journey is still, we have not fully understood. We are just now started and Anartha Nivrati still we are stuck on Anartha Nivrati. So this is the stage many people, they get stuck and unfortunately after that, they don't progress. Sometimes they leave also. Sometimes they think I'm not getting a taste, Prabhu, what to do? And all these things happen. So the solution is that only that we have to pray and do not leave devotee association in any in any condition of life. If a person is with devotees, there are chances again he will revive. We have seen many times person has lost connection and uh, somehow or the other he was in touch because of anything, because of let's say even just single message also because he was part of some group, he was getting daily messages. So that's why he was in touch. Somehow or the other he was in touch. And we saw him, we have seen many times because person was in touch, he was got revived again. Some of the other he came in touch again, not maybe not this place, any other place, not in India, any, any other country. And again picked up, we started chanting Hare Krishna, following principles, everything again. So never ever leave devotee association. No matter how much uh, problems we have, how many problems we have in this material world. That's why Prabhupada also says, I was reading one today only one of the while preparing for the session, I was reading. Prabhupada says, do not think it will be very easy. There will be many, many troubles. But some simply stuck to the principles, stick to the principles and follow four principles, chant, read and try to be an association of devotees. Then everything will be very nice. Otherwise, yes, it's a fact. It is not easy. There will be many, many challenges. And next is, as we discussed, Adur Shadda Sadhu Sangha Bhajanik Kriya Anartha Nivrati Syad Tato nishta ruchistata. That means after that, what happens? When a person have unearthed, this has happened. That means unearthed nivrati has happened. Tato nishta. Nishta means firm faith. Till now, his faith was initially was not so strong, but now faith is very strong. So nishta has come. In that way, what happens? A person will not leave Krishna consciousness. Come what may. Till unearthed nivrati, his faith is still not yet uh, so strong. So it may happen, person will leave Krishna consciousness also. But when each person is, this nishta has come, that means he has firm faith, then he will not leave Krishna consciousness. Even though some challenges are just like if you see in Russia, when Prabhupada went initially, so there were many, many challenges. They were not allowing to do anything. But still devotees have this nishta that no, we have to distribute books. Even though police and all these people were against them, they were not allowed to even um, read books, distribute books. It was not even allowed to have a religious, keep a religious books there. But still devotees were very, very fired up and they did like nice service and ultimately, now you see there are so many temples all over the Russia. So because, because they have this nishta. 
So when then when nishtha develops, that when a person uh, has firm faith, then bhava, that means emotion for the Lord comes. That now I am rendering these services. Just for example, you are cleaning arti plate of the Lord. Now because you have nishtha, that this arti plate of the Lord is being used by Lord Himself. It is not some imaginary thing. Lord personally is using this plate for his service. Lord has personally eaten in this plate. So when you do like this, then bhava come, emotion comes. You will not do anything mechanically. You will not do anything out of some burden. You will do anything with everything with love and love and devotion. So bhava come. Then tatha prema. Then after that, prema comes from the Lord. Nishta and ruchi also. Ruchi means that he has taste now. Nishta comes, then Ruchi comes, and then Asakti. Asakti means attachment. The person, after having uh, found faith, then he has Ruchi, then taste, then he comes Asakti. And what happens when a person has Asakti? After that, Bhava comes, and then Prema, love of God. So these are the stages. Ado, Shada, Sadhu, Sangha, Bhajana, Kriya, Tattva, Anartha, Nivritti, Tato nishta, that means from faith, then ruchi, that means uh, taste, and then asakti, that means attachment. So love, this this how a person increases his devotional life, and then he finally what comes bhava, and then prema. Prema is the highest thing, love of God. So all these are gradual development in a devotee's life. It is not that uh, today I started doing chanting, tomorrow I will reach to prema. Says no, gradual development is there. Person, a devotee has to patiently follow the instruction of spiritual master and gradually by following all these things, you will see devotee will develop in his consciousness. And if he is not developing, that means we are either doing some short circuit, we are not following the proper process, there is some short circuit, that means we are not following the process properly. There can be uh, uh, understanding that I am independent. So this is also one of the things which, which is an obstacle in devotee's life. Independence means not listening to the authorities. This is one of the reasons many, that's why many people, they don't advance beyond a certain limit. It's a very important thing that we are meant to be servant. The real position of a living entity is Jivara Sarupa Nityara Krishna Das. And before becoming servant of Krishna, we have to become servant of a devotee of Krishna. So this tendency all of us has that I want to be independent, just like Hiranyakashipu. He wanted to be independent. Independent means, okay, I want to become Lord. I want to make sure that um, my mother was killed by Vishnu I will kill Vishnu although he was knowing that Vishnu is supreme but he is thinking that I am more powerful and, and more intelligent than Lord Vishnu so he is independent he is thinking I have, I have separate separate existence against the Lord but till that time a person has this tendency or independence it will not be possible for him to advance so that's why a devotee will fully humbly accept that I am a servant and since my duty is to serve so let me serve devotee of the Lord. That's why even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Gopi Kamaleo Das Das Dasanu Das. That means our first principle is that we have to become Das of the Das. So till that time we are not becoming Das of the Das, we cannot directly become Das of Krishna. It is not possible. So that's why we have to we have to become servant of spiritual master. We have to become servant of all our God brothers also. That's why we call as Prabhu each other. Prabhu means that you are my master and I am your servant. That is not only for the sake of telling. It is 
it is should be exhibited by the words and consciousness of a person that i am a servant the other person is my master so when we develop that consciousness that i am a servant then we will never disrespect devotees we will always respect their words because whatever they are telling they are telling out of their experience and what they have heard from their the authorities so then slowly we will lose our the tendency to being independent so till the time independence is there we will not advance before after a certain position we will, we will stuck there most of the time anath and rati the stage where many people they got stuck so we should just ourselves we should see our progress prabhupada says also we should judge our progress that where i am reached from last many years i am tending so if i am not advancing still i am having this kind of understanding that i can enjoy independently i don't have developed surrender for the lord that means i am doing something wrong so immediately we should consult devotees prabhu this is the stage please ask please let me know what should i do it is one of the very important principle of spiritual life or consulting please all understand all these things are practical things vyavaharik things sometimes people will read book philosophy they can give big lecture also but their own life they are not able to follow because these are practical things one of the practical thing is consulting devotees always consult dadati prati granati this is one of the symptom of devotional life that devotee will always consult with other devotees that prabhu i am thinking like that should i should do like this or not that's the meaning of getting authorization of the act if you don't take authorization of the act then you will be reliable for that karma you have to pay for it so this is a very nice system created by shri prabhu pad you have your authority authority has their authority so whatever you have any doubt you ask your authority and whatever they are telling discuss with them and then follow it let's say anything comes then will be taken care by authority because you have followed the authority that's why it's a very important principle of following authority if you are following authority you not be entangled just like we example in uh, shrimad bhagavatam of priyavrat maharaj so maharaj priyavrat was a uh, son of one of the manus and he was prince so he was not willing to and because he was son of the manu he was supposed to rule entire world but he met narad muni and narad muni when whoever meets with narad muni he becomes a devotee <laughs> so uh, this priyavrat maharaj he told i will not going to uh, marry and i'm going to follow all this uh, no worldly duties i will simply become a nice devotee but if you read in bhagavatam it's a very nice principle that's why reading all this is very important you will understand the principles how nicely it is working So now, Priyavrat Maharaj is not willing to rule this material world, but his father is telling you have to rule. And Narudmuni, because of Narudmuni's teaching, he is telling I will, I will not rule. Then Brahma Ji comes. Brahma Ji, who is again who is the spiritual master of Narudmuni, Brahma Ji comes and he requests to Priyavrat Maharaj, please you rule this world because you are supposed to do that right now. It is required, and I am guaranteeing you, you are not going to get entangled in that because you are doing this thing under my authorization. so it is a very nice concept to mention bhagavatam also that how priyavrat maharaj even though he was ruling this material entire universe but still he was a, a devotee of the lord so it is possible that you can be in the midst of so many material things or occurrences but still you will not lose your devotional career devotional life if you are authorized if you are not authorized then unfortunately maya will work so that is the meaning of authorization so sadakanam ayam premna प्रादुर्भावे भवे क्रम तो दिस 
Sadak, Sadaka Bhakti and Ragunga Bhakti. Sadaka Bhakti is where we have to follow all the rules and regulations. Because right now we are very contaminated. Our mind is not pure, conditioned mind. So, so many rules and regulations are required. Just like getting up early in the morning. Mind will never say to get up early in the morning. Mind will say you have to sleep nicely. So, that's why rules and regulations know you have to get up early in the morning. You have to every day attend Mangala Arati. You have to every day do sadhana. You have to chant and recite number of rounds. You have to read for certain number of minutes. All these things are required to that. Make sure to train our mind, which is right now is very bewildered, right now very restless. So, this sadhana bhakti is a process where a person slowly uh, cultures his consciousness so that he can make sure that I am following all the rules and regulations of Guru. So, that's why sadhana bhakti given by Guru, a devotee has to follow, disciple has to follow. And by following sadhana bhakti, gradually, as he, it depends on the intensity of the following, how nicely he is following, gradually person will move from sadhana bhakti to raganuga bhakti. Like that means spontaneous love for the Lord. That is a very high stage that not one should artificially imitate. It takes time, but it's a fact. It has a place in a devotee's life also. What happens in spontaneous loving service? Person is serving Lord without any botheration, without any restriction, and without any material benefit or without, without any force. Just like now, we have to get up in the morning. Somebody has to wake you up. Oh, if, I, if I don't wake up, Prabhuji will ask, oh, you're not attending Mangala Arati. If I am not attending, then you have to, I have to, you know, I have to be, give some answer to him. So better let me attend. Or I'm, if I'm living in some particular place, I have to follow some rules. That's why I'll get up. No. When a person becomes spontaneous, he has developed spontaneous love for the God, he will not do any activity out of force. Just like a mother. Mother never loves her child out of force. Gopis were never worshipping Krishna out of force. They were always worshipping Krishna out of love. So that love for the Lord when comes, then no force will work. Automatically, devotee will serve Lord. So that is a called spontaneous bhakti or Raghunuga Bhakti. But that takes time. It is not that we artificially can imitate that thing. It is not possible. We have to practice. We have to, we have to practice sadhana bhakti very strictly. I was reading a letter of Prabhupada. And that Prabhupada was telling that uh, it is not very easy to go back to Godhead. One has to be very, very strict in his following. And at the same time, he should I just exactly read this quote. Very nice quote. All those very simple words, which is not Prabhupada keeps telling this thing always. So Prabhupada is telling to go back home, back to Godhead is not an easy thing. It requires great discipline of body and mind and performance of pure devotional service. All those simple words, but we should strike. It's not an easy thing. Great discipline is required of body, mind and performance of pure devotional service. So we have to Train ourselves for this kind of thing. That's why it is very important to get uh, getting trained under a bona fide spiritual master. A spiritual master trains a disciple for to perform pure devotional service. Right now, all of us are devotional service may be doing, but it is a mixed devotional service. Mixed means it is not free from material attachment. It is some attachment is in, in right now in big service in that also. But we have to perform pure devotional service. Then only we can go back to God. And great discipline, great discipline of mind is also required. So this is the meaning of sadhana bhakti, where we control our mind. Mind is right now is by default going for sense gratification. But we control our mind and engage in Krishna service. And slowly by doing this thing, this disciple or devotee will 
develop attachment for love for god attachment for krishna service and love and the same attachment for krishna appeared see krishna himself appeared in the form of devotee as chaitanya mahaprabhu 